0: Welcome to No Time Like Now, where an aspiring artist
1: and aspiring filmmaker try to explain current events to you. I'm the aspiring filmmaker, Sumana.
0: And I'm the artist, Yasmeen. And today, what are we going to talk about, Yasmeen? Oh, we're going to talk about Kashmir. Kashmir? That's a little controversial, don't you think? Controversial is my middle name. That was really bad. (laughs) Yasmeen. Controversial. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, cue the music. Okay. <laughs> and then you would actually cue the music, right? Okay. <laughs> so it's a, it's only our second episode. Um which, by the way, uh, shout out to everyone who tuned into the first episode. Because, yeah, seriously. Oh, holy crap. That was a lot more than we thought. We thought maybe like one person <laughs> my well, mom.
0: Yes. Your mom actually. <laughs> no,
1: she, my mom hasn't listened to it
0: yet. She <laughs> followed us on Instagram, and I was like, Your mom has an Instagram? No, oh, yeah, she does. She wow. Does. Also, I listen to the recording and the sheer amount of times I say the word like, yeah. I apologize to you, Sumana. <laughs> you know what? Try not to say like as much <laughs> anymore. Every time I say like in a way that is a filler word or unnecessary, I want you to look at me like you're about to murder me.
1: Well, no one's going to see it because it's this is audio, but yeah.
0: Yes, that's oh. the point, though. They, <laughs> okay. they don't want to see the danger that lies beneath beneath your headscarf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> beneath my head, you sound like you don't even know what it is, I Yes, it's for the
0: it's for the Americans out there. Oh yeah. The, I like your headscarf. Or no, they
1: don't even say headscarf. They're just like, look at me and like make a circle. I like your. Bigger, I like, like uh, uh, thing. Like, oh, like my, my what? My my what? <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, oh my gosh.
0: Anyway, what we're we're supposed to be talking about Kashmir, right? Yes. Let's go over what segments we're gonna uh, cover in this episode. Segment one is history of Kashmir. Segment two is the current issue in Kashmir. Uh, those are <laughs> two very separate things. And
1: three is the responses to the crisis.
0: As cashmere. well as, we're going to throw in, you you mentioned you researched some solutions.
1: Yes, I did research some possible solutions, which we will get to in the last segment. Uh, also, quick disclaimer, Kashmir in general is very complex and very complicated. Yes. So we did our very best to research and to simplify this topic as much as we can for everyone who doesn't know entirely about what's going on in Kashmir. So if there are any, you know, inaccuracies or any, you know, confusing things going on, uh, we apologize in advance. Yes.
0: I yeah. I have about 20 sources and I still don't understand the full scope of this issue. It's, <laughs> there's so much history mm-hmm. and there's so many viewpoints and it, it just, it's such a massive... Mm-hmm. issue Yep. yep. there <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that I could cover everything even if I wanted to and I do I would love to know everything it just it gets really confusing there's so much politicking, politicking. that's a word politicking. Uh, there's so much politicking and there's a lot of like military terms with the wars that happened in Kashmir and there's a lot of like hate and bad feelings that are associated with this topic as well Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's get into it, shall we?
1: <laughs> let's uh, jump right into it. Okay, so the history of Kashmir, Yasmin, would you please take the wheel yes. on this? So
0: let's start with segment one. So I guess we should probably just really quick clarify what Kashmir, <laughs> where it is, and like what's up with it. Okay. So uh, Kashmir is a majority Muslim region in the northwest part of India. It is mountainous, and it is, I think, 86,000 square miles. I think it's a tiny bit less, uh, but it has about 18 million people.
1: That's a lot of people. Yeah, it, it really I, is. I wasn't expecting that big amount. Yeah.
0: Um, and then me- most of them live in the Indian region, and not a lot in the Pakistan region. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where does this whole conflict, what is the conflict, and what does it stem from? So we're just going to go into like a linear progression of um, the timeline, of where the problem starts from so let's go all the way back to like the like 1800s to 1900s british colonialism oh i said like again oh kill me now anyway oh no she's giving me the (laughs) stare anyway uh there colonialism colonialism woo so there's economic uh Rule and then indirect rule through the East India Company, and then later there is direct rule through the British crown, Um and that's where all the bad crap goes down. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. So with the British colonialism, there is this growing conflict between religious groups, the Hindus and Muslims, because they're all uh, concentrated in this one giant, essentially, like, empire of India. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this hate this hate and conflict there's like calls for division in colonial india and so in 1947 in august pakistan and india both become their own separate independent countries Mm -hmm. um and i believe india becomes a state actually after pakistan like a real independent dominion of india happens which i i wouldn't think that was that would be the case
1: I mean, looking back in history, you know, like, like in in India, or, like, the Indian region, Hindus and Muslims were living together. Right. And they they weren't coexisting in peace. Oh, definitely not. No, no, no. (laughs) So, like, basically, the Muslims, like, they packed up their stuff and left, and they went west
0: to pakistan bye we're we're in (laughs) pakistan
1: now yeah they're like okay if you guys won't treat us right and you guys won't you know live with us in harmony we're just gonna go off on our own and establish our own country so they went off and they established pakistan on their own and then india became their own thing later on right because you know india was still trying to figure the things out yes
0: and so the division in religious states left over 500 to 650 of these so-called princely states each existed in each country and Mm -hmm. so many states were independent at the time but they were pressured by subjects to join uh, either Pakistan or India respectively based on their location and most of that pressure was from subjects that feared hereditary monarchy and desired democracy because yep We're definitely going to get, like, a proper, good democracy from Pakistan and India, right?
1: In, like, the next, what, like, 50, 60 years? Yeah, uh uh-uh. Yeah, let's see what happens then, (laughs)
0: Corruption, corruption, corruption! (laughs) Anyway, so what does Kashmir have to do with this, you might ask? Ask, ask. Okay, what does this have to do with everything? (laughs) Good question, Sumana! okay. So Kashmir is a princely state and it is ruled by this Hindu Maharaja named, I'm going to butcher this because I try to sound like I'm cultured, but I'm not. Ha- Hari Singh. Hari Singh. Okay. Hari <laughs>
1: No, stop. Sang. Okay. Sorry.
0: Um, I'm I sorry.
1: I apologize to all the Punjabis out there.
0: Um, I'm Punjabi. Did you know that? then i'm sorry. Continue? <laughs> I'm the one doing the misdeed here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Kashmir was one of the princely states that had a choice to stay independent or join the newly independent state of either India or Pakistan. And because of its location, it can choose either one cuz they're um, literally
1: like in the middle of both.
0: Yeah. Time. So, Singh was like, "I want to stay independent." So he signs the standstill agreement with Pakistan to avoid pressure to join, but he doesn't do anything with India. He just They're just kind of, like, there. However... Bah- Pakistan? I'll sign this. <laughs> However... India? Um... Nah. Which is funny, because he's Hindu, so...
1: Yeah, that's hilarious, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what happens after that is, like, partition-related violence ensues between Pakistan and India, just because, like, they're two new, like, completely different religious countries. So then what happens, funnily enough, pro-Pakistani rebels in West Kashmir advocate for uprising and, like, revolution, Uh and then even though they signed a standstill agreement with Pakistan, keep in mind these rebels are just, aren't from Pakistan, they're, like, pro-Pakistani in They're, like, Pakistan should...
1: Be like, like Kashmir should go to Pakistan, basically. Yeah, kind of, kind of like the loyalists back in Revolutionary War, right? Yes.
0: Okay. It's like it's- stay here or revolution. I'm, I'm looking at your notes and I'm like, really?
1: <laughs> Why? The next part. Say, say the next part.
0: <laughs> okay. So what happens is uh, Singh is like, "Hey, India, help me out a bit," and India's like, "We'll help you, but on a condition." And so the condition is, you join the state of India.
1: And what does he do?
0: And so he is like, hell yes, I'm definitely joining you because like I don't need no war in my Kashmir, okay? And so he signs the instrument of accession, which is just this document that aligns Kashmir with the Dominion of India in
1: 1947.
0: But wait a minute. But wait a minute, there's more. No. Wait. So in
1: 1947 to
0: 1948, war in Kashmir between India and Pakistan continues. Until a ceasefire line is drawn, known as the line of control, currently. It wasn't the line of control back then. A.K.A. L-O-C. Mm-hmm. Lock. And, Lock. um,
1: loc. <laughs> <Lock> here. <laughs> this is the line,
0: okay? And so this line was supposedly temporary, but it kind of just became official after a couple more wars. Uh, after a couple couple, we'll get to that after like a couple more words they're like huh maybe we should just keep this there (laughs) so before the ceasefire in january 14, no oh god no 1949 the u.n had ordered so this is while pakistan and india are still fighting um the u.n had ordered a mandate saying hey stop fighting pull your troops out of kashmir And let's organize a plebiscite, which is like the people's vote, essentially, Mm -hmm. to allow the people to decide their future if they wanted to go with Pakistan or India or like stay by themselves. But then Pakistan is let's ignore that. And India is also like, let's also ignore that.
1: So basically it was it was useless.
0: Right. And so that's how the ceasefire line gets drawn, because it's like, we're kind of tired of fighting. Let's just stop for now and ignore UN. It's fine.
1: (laughs) they're tired of fighting and then they ask the people to vote and then after they they ask people to vote they're like oh yeah maybe
0: we no should. the un asked oh the un to asked to pull troops out okay. and then to, to let, let the people Kashmirs. vote but both india and pakistan are like Pfft, funny joke
1: yeah um you think we're gonna let the people of the region decide what they want to do with the region <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> who's hilarious. ever done that
1: that's hilarious.
0: So essentially that ceasefire line, it's not, I don't know if this is true. It's not, It. I wrote, it's not internationally recognized, but it is the official border which separates 65% of Kashmir for India and the other 35% for Pakistan. I mm-hmm. think that was at the time that's accurate. I don't know if that's accurate now. And also because China gets involved at one point, 65%. <laughs> oh of, yeah, China. Initially, I think this is how the division was with 65% for India and then 35 for Pakistan. And they sort of ruled their own region. Um, and
1: Obviously, Pakistan has more Muslims. India has more Hindus.
0: That's not true. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. Pakistan's territory is mostly Muslim, but it's thinly populated and not... The economy isn't very good and it just kind of sucks, not going to lie. <laughs> it just kind of sucks. <laughs> India's territory contains the Vale of Kashmir, where the largest Muslim group in Kashmir was and also... It contains over half the population. So India's territory has a lot of Muslims. And I think that's where a lot of this problem stems from hmm. is that huge Muslim population concentrated in India's territory. Ooh, um, so, yeah. So now that's, let's get into. That's, that's tragic. So currently, nineteen it's from 1949. Peace right now. For now. Like very. For now. For, dun, dun, <laughs> dun! It's a very precarious. Mm-hmm. SAT word. Um, wow (laughs)
1: she's using big words now
0: um and so let's get into some more wars so there's two more wars between india and pakistan regarding kashmir and there's another war that happens but that doesn't have to that's not over kashmir so basically in 1965 india and pakistan kept occupying each other's territories i believe and then they had a war and then the tashkent agreement was signed probably butchered that one too um tashkent (laughs) <laughs> in Tushkin. That's probably what I don't know. Um and basically what happened was both militaries returned to their previous positions along the ceasefire line. And then in 1971 another war was uh fought and that also had to do with Bangladesh. Did I say that right? Bangladesh. I, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. There you um, go. And it separated part of India that had a lot of Muslims in the east. No, yeah, I, in the it east was, right? it, was,
1: it was East Pakistan actually. Yeah but oh. so it was part of pakistan oh. but the people of bangladesh or or that region they wanted to be independent right i mean that's, that's really s-
0: hard like it's so hard to control something that's so far, so far away yeah like, i mean
1: britain didn't really take the hint back in the 1700s yeah. but
0: salutary neglect was a good policy and then they were like, yeah. then they were like eh, wait, never mind men- oh wait the people are actually fighting back <laughs> i wonder why how could this happen we took away their their Freedom and now they're fighting us.
1: <laughs> why? Why would they do that?
0: Literally, Ugh, I the can't. stupidity
1: of of these of these historical people. Anyway, yeah, you so, see that
0: same stupidity happen like right now. It's just yeah, wow amazing History. so anyway this war happens and then they also get tired of fighting i guess <laughs> and so the simla or shimla agreement i'm not sure how that's pronounced either i don't know either uh, officially creates the line of control
1: for, for where india and, and kashmir
0: uh, in between kashmir india and kashmir pakistan Oh, uh, okay along somewhere along between i think in before 1965 there's like a indo china war sino
1: indo war i think that's uh, oh. i think that's the word
0: oh oops Okay, I don't know. well, that happens, and some of Kashmir gets taken by China, but we don't, we're do not we not worried about that just because China is scary and nobody <laughs> is willing to question that part of Kashmir.
1: Yeah, uh, China will deal with you later.
0: Yes, and then we're almost done with the history. And so in 1989, uh, after all these wars happen, internal Kashmiri, Kashmiri protest begins. So the Kashmiris themselves are like, stop like, messing around with us. <laughs> And give us independence. And so a widespread insurgency starts against India Kashmir. This has nothing to do with Pakistan Kashmir, just India Kashmir, Mm -hmm. uh, with the hopes of becoming, like the people, the Kashmiris hope to become an independent state or part of Pakistan. Because many of these Kashmiris are Muslim.
1: Yes. um, And India isn't very fond of Muslims. Yes.
0: So... Uh, also, there it should be noted that there was uprising and revolt before 1989. This is just when the revolt becomes very popularized like very big, very and big very crazy. large. Mm-hmm. And I would say radical, like a lot more radical. And then Pakistan claimed at the time to give its moral and diplomatic support to the separatist movement, which is the insurgency. But then they got accused of supplying arms to the Mujahideen. Oh, I, I said that really.
1: Mujahideen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. To fight in Jammu and Kashmir and the Mujahideen are just like a um,
1: terrorist terrorist organization Islamic radical
0: Islamic terrorists quote Islamic
1: yes quote-unquote Islamic we 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 condemn radical Islam yeah that's what I'm trying to say
0: and so one big thing is like the religious Islamic background has a lot to do with Pakistan and becoming separate from India and also during this time there's just so much casualty like for the next 30 years of this protest which is still happening there's just It's just terrible. Tens of thousands of deaths. That is a lot. And there's a lot of civilian casualty as well, which is still happening right now. I think in 2019, there have been... Just too many, honestly.
1: I It, it says uh, local data showing 160 Kashmiri civilians were killed in 2019 alone. Yes,
0: but that report, I believe that was before this whole conflict starting in August began.
1: Yeah, this was back in July.
0: Yeah, so that was just in July alone. And now with this current conflict... Which we will the, get into. Yes, the casualties are like unprecedented. We don't know. Anyway, I'm almost done with the history. Don't worry, Sumana. All
1: right. <laughs> just making sure.
0: And so basically... Let's skip to 2019. So there's a lot of conflict that happens in between it, but we just don't have time to get into it. There's so much. Basically, in February 14th, 40 Indian parliamentary police are killed in a suicide ball bombing in Pulwama, which is in India, Kashmir. And it's really deadly. And they're blaming Pakistan for it, sort of. Mm-hmm. Or like they're blaming Pakistan for having ties with the group that did the suicide bombing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in retaliation, I don't know when, but... 12 days later 12 days later
1: yeah so like the 26th yeah
0: india allegedly sent jets into pakistani airspace and they bombed a supposed training camp for a extremist group that wanted to annex indian kashmir
1: and then pakistan pakistan denied all
0: of it yeah they well (laughs) no they didn't do anything I think they're denying Or, or they didn't deny. They're de- that the they're denying science- the fact that they have ties to this terrorist organization. Oh, uh, okay. Which we don't I don't have any evidence to prove for or against that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's just something to note. So there's been this like repeated fighting, 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 <laughs> there's fighting. There's been this repeated um notion that Pakistan has ties with like extremist groups and is supporting extremist groups especially to get independence for Kashmir. Mm-hmm. Um And Pakistan repeatedly denies that Mm -hmm. because like, that's just such a, that takes a toll on your image. So. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: You don't, (laughs) you don't want to, you don't want to condone that extremist behavior.
1: I don't think anyone would, honestly.
0: But yeah, so that's all I have for the history of Kashmir. I'm sorry. It took a lot longer than I wanted it to. It's all
1: right. Um, I mean, it's, it's a very long, complicated history. Right. So.
0: Do you have any like remarks regarding the history History isn't exactly everyone's favorite part. I I, I personally mean, enjoy history, I, but
1: I'm a, I'm such a huge history nerd, but honestly, I don't really know what's happening in Kashmir right now, how am I going to understand what happened like the last 60 years? Right. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, so I do much. I do understand, you know, the gist of it, but, you know, like overall yeah. so much.
0: Key points. Yeah. Angry people having wars over land because Power, muslim majority
1: taking over the muslims
0: taking over the muslims
1: or whatever i, I don't know bro it's a lot just like just looking like, at yeah, the history i feel like the real victim are the Kashmiris. you know yeah the Kashmiris sure. have been suffering through all of this and it's like a war that they're not even fighting right it's india and pakistan fighting in their home right it's like and then they're just sitting there like why
0: because I think we watched the video together, and it was mm-hmm. like interviewing this one teenager, a Kashmiri teenager. Yeah, he was saying
1: like, as a teenager, like this is literally my life. I have to live through all this war and violence. And like, I'm a teenager. I have dreams. I want to. I want to go to school. I want to go to. I want to be be a doctor. I think is what he said. Like he wants to have a career and something, but he can't even do that because you know
0: you can't dream if you're too busy surviving.
1: Yeah, I exactly. heard that from somewhere. <laughs> I think I think it was probably in that video or like something else. But right, That's just the that's just what they're.
0: That's the reality of their situation. It's yeah. terrible.
1: And then especially like people who you know were born during when the conflict occurred, and now they're like living through right. it basically it's just
0: crazy. I think one thing that people don't realize is that the violence over there is extremely common. Even though people are living their normal civilian daily lives, death is all around them. They could perish at any time and that's so horrifying. Mm -hmm. Anyway,
1: let's get into segment two, the current issue. What's going on (laughs) right now?
0: Okay, so the problem.
1: There's many problems. The problem. (laughs) But what is the problem?
0: In 2019, Kashmir's status as pretty much independent through article 370 of india's constitution so that's what that's something that happened uh in their history pretty early on i believe in the 1950s or 60s i forgot to write it down there's a part of the indians india constitution that said hey you basically get the status where you can do whatever you want except for a couple things which are oh i forget like it's a, like external it, affairs or something like that or yeah, international affairs or something like there's like a couple of things that you, most most things you can do by yourself but there's a couple of things that we need to take care of as like a country
1: it's like when my parents say you can be whatever you want as long as it's a doctor lawyer and engineer <laughs> like you can do whatever you want right but there's some limitations on yeah that. Like, so can't. that
0: independence so basically it was like salutary neglect with america That independence was revoked by India on August fifth, under like Modi's government. (laughs) Ha ha,
1: Modi. Yes, our favorite guy.
0: Curiously enough, the majority of Parliament across several parties voted for the change. So it wasn't just like Modi; it was like all these party members and crap like that. So why? Why did they want to revoke India's status? They, They claim it's to stabilize and integrate. Kashmir into India society, as well as promote development, because apparently the local government is doing so great at keeping Kashmir stable and developing it. I wonder whose fault that is. (laughs) I don't know. I really don't, honestly.
1: Yeah, I don't know either, but you know.
0: So there was no territorial change regarding Pakistan. This is Solely an Indian Kashmir affair. And then one other thing is India does have concerns about the US for withdrawing from Afghanistan, and they're afraid that might promote terrorism in Kashmir by the Taliban, according to the US Peace Initiative. Because if they pull out of Afghanistan, where like that, like it's not protected anymore, sort of. That's well, what that's where like Kashmir isn't protected because they don't have that buffer of. Oh, America. Like, like, like the US
1: soldiers in Afghanistan because Afghanistan's close by.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because oh, okay. um, apparently they saw that pattern with uh, when the Soviets pulled out of Afghanistan. The Taliban was no longer occupied by the Soviets, so they went and started terrorizing Kashmir. At least that's what I read somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting. Yes,
0: yeah, so they're afraid of that pattern repeating itself. So why the outrage? Why is this such a big deal? Well, what happened was after he repealed. Uh, article what was it article 370 uh modi sent tens of thousands of troops to kashmir to impose a lockdown as well as arresting and detaining government officials and politicians and in srinagar i said that srinagar what srinagar srinagar yeah in srinagar the summer capital a 24-hour curfew was enacted which led to violence and fighting and also there was like a communications blockade where people didn't have internet and they didn't have like proper cable to actually figure out what was going on with the news and stuff so they're in the dark imagine imagine that's insane like you can't call and text your family you can't tell them you're okay if you have an emergency you can't go like tell people about it Mm -hmm. like imagine like if you Uh,
1: that's hard that's really that's really hard to imagine yeah
0: i saw i was reading this one where this kashmiri was he had a column. And in the column, he wrote someone he knew gave birth to a child, and the family couldn't even f- find out about it because they have no they internet. No, communication. Right? They don't even know that the child is born. Oh my god! Imagine in that in our society today. If we were we're so plugged in. If we had just a blackout for a day, it's, it's a disaster. Wait, if
1: we have a blackout for like an hour. <laughs> it would be <laughs> when the power went chaos. out
0: at our high school that like like la- like couple weeks ago and it was oh literally such a disaster we couldn't do anything at that school was,
1: that, yeah my teacher was like we're gonna watch a video but it's not working so yeah
0: we're so dependent on technology imagine it's
1: so yeah
0: sad. uh the government said that this communications blockade was uh intended to curb any potential violence i feel uh-huh. that that would have the opposite effect if you don't know what's going on yeah, you chaos. get scared and when people get scared there's this fight or fight response that happens mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're literally triggering that. And that's why people are fighting you. That's, Jesus. What, that's
1: why what they said was BS. Yeah. It's,
0: just, it's a psychological mess, yes. essentially. Yes. Um, that's exactly what it is. So yeah. Thank you, psychology. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, AP psychology. Yeah. So it wasn't only like mobile phones or internet that was cut out. It was landlines and cable. So like, that's a lot.
1: Literally no communication
0: whatsoever. Right. And so by October fifth, it had been two months of this situation in Kashmir, and then the the, Ka-
1: the power was cut off for two months.
0: Allegedly, yes. That's the commu- insane. And the communications blockade was somewhat lifted on October fourteenth, with cell phone services being restored, but not entirely.
1: What does that even mean?
0: I don't know. I think like you can probably contact people on certain devices or,
1: or like to certain areas. Yeah,
0: I'm mm. not sure. It's so hard to find any sort of information regarding this that is recent, honestly.
1: Because, like, October 14th was not too long ago.
0: Yeah. But also, Ugh. yeah, by the time we release this episode, it will have been, like, a month ago. Yeah, So
1: that that's true.
0: Yeah, that's whack. <laughs> also.
1: What were some effects on that whole thing?
0: Effects? Okay. Yeah. So the effects of... The siege essentially has led to violence and rebellion. People dying, uh, people being arrested and like kept in custody. Additionally, there has been like economic setback to this. So they're like, we have to help the the economy of Kashmir and help it develop. But you're doing the exact opposite.
1: <laughs> it's like going on in circles.
0: Yeah. Ugh. So basically, and, like, nothing's getting done. Um, I found this really this is a really interesting angle that a lot of recent pieces have adopted which is uh about Kashmir's apple industry uh which is suffering like, like, like the fruit yeah apple okay. not not like iphone apple <laughs> okay <so> the <laughs> yes fruits. they they have a, they have an iphone apple industry <laughs> Wow, you know if they did that would they, totally save their economy that would and also there's this would not be ha- like there's i don't know this they, they'd be
1: pretty stable i feel yeah this
0: More problem stable. would probably not be as Either it'd be a really big deal because you have a giant American company involved, mm-hmm. or it would not be a big deal because the conflict would not be that much because America would have gotten involved, economically yeah. at least. Or like yeah. in the shadows, they'd be like pulling the strings. <laughs> they, they'd be Imagine. there somewhat. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, no, it's just like food, apple. Okay. Fruits. Um, yes. Well yes. Not. So that's suffering because of the communications blackout. So you can't get in touch with clients. As well as drivers and workers are being targeted and killed or they're afraid to go do their jobs.
1: They're afraid that they'll be targeted.
0: Which is a completely valid fear. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, if communications all blacked out and you can't get to
0: places. It's just like this hellscape of just like, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I could Mm -hmm. die. Like, oh my God. I literally
1: cannot imagine being in a situation like
0: that. We're so secure here. And over there, it's, like, so precarious, like, S-A-T word. as Precarious. Any moment, something could happen. Maybe precarious should be your filler word. Precarious. Like it, was, it was precarious, so precarious.
1: <laughs> you done a lot smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. You're smart.
0: So the effects of this are also even though the lockdown has begun to ease up things just don't get solved just like that things don't just go back to normal and people are like oh well yay internet you know i mean people are like reactionary and things right now in kashmir are kind of at a standstill because fear and protest are thriving and also motivating people not to go back to their daily routine like people are protesting like if india takes over i don't want to be part of india so i'm not going to like go back to my job or i'm not going to teach or go to school Mm -hmm. and things like that. And additionally, people are scared because they're like, what if these militant groups or the Indian military just like beats me up or something like that? Which is also a valid fear. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I have right now for the current issue. Do you want to get into your part of segment two?
1: Yeah. yeah. So I'm just briefly going to summarize the most recent events, which were the grenade attacks on October 26th and 28th in uh, Srinagar. So the first attack was in Karanagar, Srinagar, which is um, in India's part of Kashmir, where six Indian parliamentary officers were injured in a grenade attack. And just to summarize it, the Central Reserve Police Force issued a statement which said that these officers were injured after unknown rebels threw a grenade in the Karanagar area of Srinagar. During Naka duty, which is basically patrolling the streets with checkpoints, um, uh, similar to what is going on in Iraq or Iraq for Iraq. you people who don't know how to say it, right? And and basically, like checkpoints is like trying trying to explain. Try I think explain it's pretty self-explanatory. It. Yeah. So like
0: we have to check you at this point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I went, so when I went to Iraq, I think it was last year or so. My fam- my my family went with this big group. We went to Iraq and we had to we had to have been checked at certain points like uh, at almost every two streets or so we'd have to get checked somewhere to that basically and this it, and this attack was outside a hospital thankfully so like the soldiers could get treated pretty quickly or maybe the hospital got destroyed too i'm not really sure about that so after the grenades were thrown shots were fired shortly and then the troops started firing at them And it was around, like, 6.50 p.m. around this time, so it was, like, in the evening. And then also, uh, this is a bit of extra information, the head constable of the CRPF suffered serious injuries to the groin. Ouch. Which has (laughs) got to hurt. (laughs) Uh, That's not funny. And also, the rest of the injured police officers are in stable condition, so that's good to hear that no one died. They're just injured. And then also... This attack occurred just days before Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh. Uh, So Jammu and Kashmir is one territory, and then Ladakh is another territory, which I'll explain more in a bit. And this was before these two territories would be officially declared as United Territories on October
0: 31st. Okay, wait, you should probably clarify that both of those are Indian territories. Yes, both of
1: those are Indian territories. Yeah. I'll just get that out of the way. (laughs) Also, uh, Kashmir history has an affinity for having very bad things happen on very interesting holidays. Like February 14th is Valentine's Day. October 31st is Halloween. Oh my
0: gosh. (laughs) Did you just like identify that pattern right now?
1: No, when you said February 14th, I was
0: like, whoa. So you did, like that's they, something of your own. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like a genius <laughs> On, on right. American holidays.
1: Yeah, American holidays. I don't think Kashmiris really care about Halloween or whatever, but
0: anyway. Everybody stop firing at each other. We have to trick-or-treat.
1: <laughs> Everybody stop firing and take the stickers bar, trick-or-treat.
0: <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. i a sticker. <laughs> I feel only, really bad. Oh my God. only
1: wars work.
0: Solved Solved by Snickers. Solved that
1: easily. Oh my God.
0: By American
1: capitalism. (laughs) Thanks, America. But just so you guys know, if you hear any music going on in the background, uh, our high school band is practicing. Uh, Shout out to the band.
0: They are very good.
1: Very good. Very hardworking.
0: Yeah. We had to stop recording at one point because...
1: One, her dad was Yeah. My
0: dad started... He was like, Yasmin. And then... (laughs) The band started playing, so we were like, "What are they gonna?" They're very loud because we live very close to the school, or I do. Yeah, and I, Sumana, I wanna... Sumana comes over. <laughs>
1: Contrary to popular belief, I don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, continue. So uh, on October 28th, this was a grenade attack that happened two days after the 20 the one on on the 26th. Can I talk? No. October 28th in Srinagar. There's another grenade attack, which is two days after the one on the 26th. If you can do math, 26 plus two is 28. And one person was killed and 35 people were injured. And this happened on Hari Singh High Street. And the people or the target. Wait, High Street?
0: Like, was it a high school? And that's like the street the high school was on? No, I doubt it. I doubt it. Maybe. I I I doubt it. I don't know, but. (laughs) Internet? uh,
1: Quick fact check. There is, a, there is a Hari Singh higher hired, hired secondary school in Jammu in ah, Kashmir, but I don't know. Maybe that's it. Anyway, so, so the target were the security forces who were patrolling around that area. And the one person who was killed actually wasn't a s- soldier. It was actually a non-local street vendor. Oh,
0: my God.
1: So they weren't Why? even... They weren't even from... Bro, he's just trying to make money. That's how it is, you know? No. And, all's fair in money and war no i don't know no but yeah uh this situation is currently being updated right now so um this is all the information i have as of now there is still more news about like who did it why they did it all this other stuff that's coming out uh recently so
0: do you have like a link to that
1: uh, I do. Uh, I don't know how we're going to link it to the description. I, I don't know. We'll just, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Just just look up October 28th, Srinagar grenade attack. You'll find something there um, by the time we upload this episode. But, yeah. And then the last event I'm going to go into is the one that happened on October 31st, a.k.a. Halloween.
0: Oh, this is the one full
1: of tea. <laughs> yes, this is where the tea is spilled. So get your teacups ready, okay? This is when Pakistan said this whole unification between jammu and kashmir and ladakh which by the way ladakh is buddhist majority not muslim majority Uh so like i don't know why they're trying to deal with it but i'm gonna get into that i'm gonna get into that though but anyway uh pakistan so, so august the august 5th order that modi put out Uh, Is basically going, supposed to go into effect on this day, October 31st. And he said that he's going to divide Jammu and Kashmir into two union territories, Jammu and Kashmir and then Ladakh. But then Pakistan, they rejected the unification because, because, quote, no step by the government of India can change the fact that Kashmir is still a disputed territory. Someone gave me a notification. That's fine. Foreign Office put out a statement quote complete violation of the UN Security Council resolutions and bilateral agreements between India and Pakistan especially the Simla Agreement and quote no step by the government by of, of India can change this Th- these changes are illegal and void as per the relevant UNSC resolutions and do not pre- prejudice the right to self determination of the people of occupied Jammu and Kashmir wait to summarize. Pakistan is basically saying that legally, according to the UN solutions, India cannot make moves like this, and this also jeopardizes the rights of those living in Kashmir. So my takeaway from this is that all of a sudden, Pakistan is starting to care about Kashmiri people, and they're starting to care about UN resolutions.
0: I'm very confused, though. So Pakistan is rejecting... Modi wants to split their Kashmir India into Jammu and Kashmir, and then another territory named Ladakh.
1: Which is Buddhist-dominated,
0: yes. Right. And so, are those two things already together?
1: I think Ladakh is the region where it's, quote, it's, like, the safest place in Kashmir uh-huh. to go to. And that's also the Buddhist-dominated place.
0: But is that already owned by India?
1: I actually don't know. Because even those lines Stop are track. very... Those lines are very blurred, too. Because I'm honestly not Because,
0: sure. to me... I, I'm pretty sure it, it is. I worried. think it is pretty unethical if it's not already part of Kashmir, India. But if it is part of Kashmir, India, and I don't know. I don't know, bro.
1: Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know either.
0: It's very confusing.
1: Uh, what the well, while you're fa- fact-checking that, let me continue on. Continue, please. So the August 5th measures, uh, according to the foreign office from Pakistan, were, quote, forced upon the people of Kashmir, and then another, quote, through the barrel of a gun saying that the region has turned into a prison with over 900,000 Indian security officers deployed in Kashmir.
0: 9 wait, 900,000? Almost 1 million what? Indian security officers. Yes. It's crazy.
1: I don't know what the ratio is to like like 18 million to 900,000, but it's insane.
0: That's like
1: It's like it's like, like all those all those officers- 2%? No,
0: wait. No, no, no. That's not right. 20%? I, I, can't,
1: I can't math right now. I don't really know. But yeah, like, I don't know what I'm saying either. But like 900,000 people, that's literally a whole village.
0: Wait, no, no, no. That's That would be- Hold on. Or not a village, like if, a whole city. Okay. If you- Okay. <laughs>
1: wait, you said there's
0: eight- Okay, so there's 18 million people in Kashmir. Yes. And then there's about a million.
1: Almost people. a million. 900,000 to be more specific.
0: So that's like 5%.
1: 5%
0: of a whole population of Kashmir. Yes.
1: Is patrolling Kashmir. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. But think about it. It's only on the India side as well.
1: Yeah, but still that's...
0: It's a lot. Yeah. That's like ratio wise. It's like for every one army dude, Mm -hmm. that is five Kashmiris. Yeah, that's insane, right? I think I might be doing math wrong. This
1: this is literally like dystopia type of stuff. Yeah, you know? it really is. Like I think I read a dystopian novel that's kind of similar to this. the, the whole
0: Kashmir situation in general, but yeah. Okay, update. I think Ladakh is part of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> See that? I don't know either. Like, I was trying to research it, and like, I don't. I honestly don't know. But it is the safest part of Kashmir to travel to. That's all I know. I. Because it, mm-hmm. is a tu- it is a tourist place because, uh, side, tr- side getting a little sidetracked here, but Kashmir has really nice mountains.
0: Kashmir is apparently very beautiful. It's
1: very, it is very beautiful. In the mountains, it's very beautiful. Like, once you get all past, like, the war zones and stuff, the mountains are very beautiful. That's what I heard. Right. So, like, if you go to Ladakh, that's basically the closest you'll ever get to going to Kashmir.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. It's a very beautiful place.
0: So I think Ladakh is in Kashmir but it's not in Jammu and Kashmir. I don't know. I <laughs> oof this is this is tough. It's so hard to find this this topic just is like, so complicated. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Um let me let me um, continue on with this whole event though. Uh, and I'll wrap it up as quickly as I can. So Uh, The Foreign Office from Pakistan also goes on to say that many people in the region, including political leaders, civil society members, women, and children, remain under illegal detention. Quote, an iron curtain remains in place on more than 8 million Kashmiri people snapping their communications with the outside world. Going back to what you talked about with the whole communication thing getting cut off and all that stuff. And they also reject it, and Pakistan also rejects that these changes are only India's issue, and says that dis, that the dispute re, quote remains on the agenda of the Security Council, aka the UN. And the purpose of these changes are not for the development of the region or for the welfare of the locals, Kashmiris, but to quote alter the demographic structure of the Muslim majority state in pursuance of the extremist Hinduva, Hindutva. Hin, Hindut, Hindutva ideology. So I guess it, it's like Pakistan saying that India is trying to push this extremist Hindu ideology and like trying to push out the Muslim majority. I guess I'm, <laughs> my, I don't, I don't really okay,
0: know. Okay. To me, Kashmir sounds like this compilation of several terrible cold things. war events and on the brink of World War Two events as well, or World War Three. Ooh, t. But yeah, there there's so much that is very familiar to Cold War events. You have the whole India-Pakistan essentially fighting this like proxy, proxy war. war. Mm-hmm. You have the whole Iron Curtain situation with the Iron Wall, with the cutoff of communication, so like o- outsiders don't know what, what's really going on. And then you have this rounding up of this population and i've read in places and this seems a little extreme to me but i don't know that it's like essentially on the brink of like possible genocide but i don't i don't think so i think things are calming down i hope things are yeah. calming down
1: i mean there are like there was that order that modi put out that was like kill all the muslims or wait what? something along those lines i saw something like modi, that no i saw something like that on social media i was like so social I'm media not, so i'm not really Ooh, sure that's social media i'm not really sure <laughs> instagram
0: Ooh.
1: i'm not really sure how accurate like social media yeah is but
0: i've heard he's very hitler-esque
1: oh yeah he definitely is very much like um, india first
0: you know india he's first. At,
1: that's that's this whole thing anyways we can we could talk about modi all day long i don't really want to but yeah. let's let me wrap this up real quick also to continue on with what the foreign office is saying in, they're saying that India's unilateral actions quote, would only further aggravate the human rights situation in the region and threaten to to destabilize the peace, security, and stability of the South Asian region as well as the world. And they concluded the statement with that they are determined to continue to, quote, extend its full moral, political, and diplomatic support to the suffering Kashmiri brothers and sisters, quote, end quote, until their right to self-determination in accordance with the U.N. Security Council is realized.
0: Well... So all right, take um,
1: from take from that what you want, but that's the statement. There.
0: That's also where the whole terrorism idea comes in, where it's like, well, you're not just skipping moral, political, and diplomatic; you're also, you know, selling arms to terrorist organizations, and Pakistan will deny it. Like I don't, like I said, I don't have any evidence to corroborate for or against that. Mm-hmm. But there are accusations towards Pakistan for that, especially from. India hints at Modi hints at it a lot. Yep. But yeah, I think that, uh, that ends our segment two. Which the ran conflict.
1: a little, ran a little long. <laughs>
0: right. I mean, it's a huge topic, like you oh, said. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But now we're going to pretty much wrap up with responses to the crisis. Mm-hmm. And you're going to throw in a couple of solutions, I believe. Yes. And so segment three, like I said, like I said, <laughs> re- <laughs> responses to the crisis. And so what, let's start with Pakistan. And I, one thing I want to go over really quick is Pakistan, their territory, they're, set of, they're like 35, quote unquote, 35%. Nothing is happening. The line of control is still there. There's no problem there. Mm-hmm. They're mad about the India Kashmir. Anyway, so Imran Khan, who is the prime minister of Pakistan, uh, he addressed Kashmir in his speech to the UN on September 27th. I actually got to watch that speech and it was... Oh my god, it was a lot. It was very...
1: (laughs) A lot to digest. Yeah,
0: it was nerve-wracking and harrowing, honestly. And he talks about the Siege of Kashmiris, my bad, and how they are being forced into radicalization because of fear and just like the way that the Indian army is kind of treating them. And then also how this has negative impact for Muslims, not just in Pakistan, but all over the world. He urges the UN to take action, and he mentions it's a humanitarian crisis. Additionally, he hints at possible war, saying, quote, if a conventional war starts between the two countries, anything could happen. It's not a threat, it's a fair worry, end quote. And also he says, when a Nuclear armed country fights to the end. It will have consequences far beyond borders. It will have consequences for the world. End quote.
1: So basically he's saying World War Three.
0: I mean, that's what... He's, he's definitely implying that. And when that airstrike happened back in February, I believe. Yeah, yeah, February. Um, when that happened... Literally people were like, Is there gonna be war? Like my dad thought we might actually have another war. And that's scary because both mm-hmm. India and Pakistan are nuclear powers, right? Oh just checking.
1: Uh, India. I think India I think is. India is a nuclear power. Yeah. Not not both. Self proclaimed
0: at least. Um but Pakistan is definitely a nuclear power.
1: Fact checking. <laughs> anyway, continue on.
0: And so that's pretty scary.
1: That's that's very <laughs> scary. I'm like
0: Yeah. But also, you should uh, you should definitely watch parts of this speech because it's very passionate. And as much as... Uh, so,
1: Pakistan is the first Muslim country in the world to construct and operate civil nuclear power plants. So, they're civil.
0: Okay, then. Okay. They're civil.
1: That's all it says. Okay. But yeah.
0: And then... What was I saying? Oh, I forgot. I forget what I was saying. Should I move on? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no, I want to remember. I feel like I was saying something. Yeah. So... I, we were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. where you mentioned that like governments don't have compassion and I have to disagree with you mm-hmm. just because I like to see the human in people and I do believe that at least Imran Khan has some sort of human and I, I see that in Obama as well. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I see it in a lot of people. Like, of course... Politics takes a part of your soul away, but there's still you're still a person. You still have feelings, unless everyone everyone in the government is a psychopath, which I seriously doubt. Uh, We
1: don't know about this administration,
0: (laughs) yeah, the current one. But yeah, I just want to throw that out there.
1: I mean, well, I'm not saying they they don't have any compassion whatsoever. I'm just saying they think they're doing what's right for the country when they know that majority of the population may or may not. Like what they're doing,
0: right? So it's like, it's (laughs) like that whole America first ideology or or India first, India first ideology. That's not right. You have to look at there's it's too complex to just say like I'm first. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so that's That's Pakistan, and then with India, there's some people in India who obviously don't agree with what's going on in Kashmir, and so according to this column by Sushil. Aaron in this uh, Indian publication named The Wire, he discusses the viewpoint of Modi. And in his column, he says that Modi assumed the rest of the world will not care about the the development between India and Kashmir because of India's essentially economic value. I mean, there's there's a huge market in there. But the opposite is true somewhat on a political level in the US. You see people like actually mentioning Kashmir and they're not completely ignoring it. And It is a troublesome issue that people were actually paying attention to, Mm -hmm. Um, at least some politicians. I know Elizabeth Warren has definitely, and you see, he who shall not be named, (laughs) attempt to volunteer to mediate mediate between Pakistan and India. Um, So yeah. He
1: volunteered.
0: He volunteered. He tried. But I believe he was rejected by Modi, right? Was that true?
1: No, the, so back when Clinton was in office, America kind of adapted this whole hands off policy, saying that they're not gonna they're not gonna get directly involved with Ind- with the whole Kashmiri conflict, but they're still gonna follow it very closely. Right. There was that one thing where, yeah, they're so they're like it's a whole hands off thing and reaffirmed that India's that that India is like this is. Internal matter, so they right. get involved, and also, and like, also, they some like some reports suggest that the whole offer may have hastened Modi's plans on Kashmir, like Modi was putting that order out and all the other stuff. And also, the whole hands off policy was because India balances out China as like two of the biggest powers. Because again, India has one billion people, China has two billion people. If they both become friends, then. And China's China China's basically unstoppable. So if you join China, then bam. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. And right now, Pakistan and China are friends. And yes. India and U.S. are supposedly friends. So well, they, I guess that balances some, out. There's some the, sort
1: of peace with them, yeah.
0: Yeah. Peace, bro.
1: <laughs> peace, bro.
0: So it's very economic from what I'm seeing as well, which is the case for a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm. Money, money, money.
0: Yes, we need the money. Do you want to get into like what india thinks
1: yes so what does india think well india obviously believes kashmir is an integral part of india and that pakistan should relinquish control over their part of kashmir and whatever happens in kashmir should remain as internal affairs going back to what i said before about how america shouldn't get involved and also, elections are a substitute for a plebiscite, and the definition of plebiscite is the direct vote of all the members of the electorate on an important public question such as a change in the constitution. So basically, elections will will take their place.
0: Supposedly. Supposedly,
1: yes. And so the will of the people is, doesn't need to be confirmed only through a plebiscite, and that people are largely happy with India because they allow these democratic elections to occur. Huh. So that, that's a little interesting. all right um, if you say so (laughs) yeah yeah, you know whatever you say and then uh, there's this quote that says what happens in the valley is not a freedom struggle but a terrorist movement stoked by Pakistan right so there's
0: the blame back on Pakistan like we keep mentioning which is a very bold
1: statement (laughs) also uh and that and then they're saying that Pakistan's cross-border terrorism is the main problem right which you know terrorism of any kind is a very big issue
0: and like we said uh, we don't have the evidence to corroborate whether that is true or not.
1: Yes, but yeah. that's what that's what they're saying,
0: right? And
1: also, they're saying that uh, any dialogues with with Pakistanis or Kashmiris will be conditioned on Kashmir being a part of India. Ah, so, interesting. So anything that all of
0: Kashmir or just Kashmir, India?
1: I'm assuming it's Kashmir, like all of Kashmir.
0: Interesting. Or
1: we know, meaning will be. Conditioned I would just on think in
0: India. Kashmir. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Like, like, that's what they're saying with, like, they're part of Kashmir. Right. So anything that happens with Kashmiris in India Kashmir or, like, any Pakistani Kashmiris, like, that's... Like, like India is going to be all part of that. Yeah. Oh. You know.
0: Okay. If you say so, India. And then one last thing is what are the Kashmiri responses? I feel like the Kashmiris are the real losers in this situation. Yeah, they,
1: they deserve better.
0: They really do. They're mm. just trying to live their lives, bro.
1: Yeah, they're, they're just like, we're just trying to live here, trying to be independent, and you guys are all like, you know, right messing with it, like, stop.
0: So in Pakistan Kashmir, which has been pretty much out of the picture mm-hmm. for this issue, this is all India Kashmir. Yep. So in Pakistan, Kashmir, though, several protests have been organized by the Jammu and Kashmir Liberation Front, or J.K.L.F. And
1: um, it could have been J.K.L.M., but I guess I couldn't find a word.
0: Anyway, continue. You can write to them about that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Guys, change your name so it can be catchy.
0: And so basically they organized this People's Freedom March, which uh, happened on October 5th on the Pakistan side of Kashmir, and they marched to the line of control, and on October 7th, they held a sit-in to protest. That was, I think, 10 kilometers from the line of control? They don't want to spark conflict or, like, confront the army in India. it's a peaceful protest. Yes, it's a peaceful protest, and that's just an example of one of the protests they've had. But they are... I believe they are aiming to... I don't know what they're aiming to do. I'm sorry.
1: I think they're just... Well... From the name Jammu and Kashmir Liberation Front, they're just. I believe they
0: want to just create an independent. Yeah,
1: they just want um, to. They just want to be independent state. state. Yeah.
0: Probably, I can look that up. J-K-O-F, Kashmir.
1: But but yeah, I feel like with you know these countries that were taken over by or not not taken over but like were. Yeah, it wants to create
0: independence for the entire region.
1: Yeah, like that's not obviously that's not going to happen overnight. You know. So I feel like if they do want independence, they're going to have to figure out how they're going to be independent before they do. I'm not really sure if they have, because obviously the news isn't going to portray that because, you know, again, they, ha- they had their communication cut off for a long time. Right. It's like, honestly, we don't really... <laughs>
0: <laughs> My dad's making his smoothies or something. I don't know.
1: Oh, at least the band stopped playing.
0: It's like we always have some sort of filler background noise.
1: Yeah, because we live in an Indian household. There's everything going on. Anyway... Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> uh, Kashmiris, I really hope that they have some sort of independent government going on or independent government plan going on if they right. do want to become an independent state.
0: That's the problem. Is like we can just say all we want. Hey, like why don't you just make them independent? It's not that simple. You- mm-hmm
1: it really is not that simple.
0: If they were just to become independent now, you have to build that infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a mountainous region that makes it hard for travel and shipping and things like that. I um, think
1: I think actually they were going to build a bridge. There there was a bridge construction that started back in 2002. Really. Yeah, there was a bridge that, that they started building in 2002, but it's obviously it's been postponed indefinitely. Right. So it may or may not ever be finished.
0: So yeah, you have to think about things like infrastructure. Mm -hmm. You have to think about things like leadership, which they have. They have local governments and things like that. Yeah. But also India claims they're not as developed and maybe they aren't. I mean, how are they going to thrive independently then if they're already not doing so well? Yeah, it's kind
1: of like when America was starting out, you right. know, with Articles of Confederation, which you know. There's a lot
0: and especially like mm-hmm. with so many other countries to compete against now, imagine. That's hard. It's not easy. Yeah.
1: Uh, hopefully these possible solutions might help out. So, I'll explain these possible solutions. So, the first solution I researched is called the Andorran solution. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but this was proposed by Alistair Lamb. He's a diplomatic historian by training. He graduated from uh, University of Cambridge, and he's very well-versed in the diplomatic history of the Kashmir dispute. And also, to add on to his glowing resume, he worked in the early 1960s in the public record office and the India office library in London. And also, he's still alive to this day. He's 89 years old. So he's... He old, bro. (laughs) He's old. Yeah, he old, yeah. He, he old, old. He old. But this solution is very, it's, it's really simple. Uh, all he's saying is that similar to Andorra, which is on the border between Spain and France, both Azad Kashmir, a.k.a. Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, and the Kashmir Valley, a.k.a. India-occupied Kashmir, can be declared as, quote, autonomous with its internal self-government, but with its external defense and foreign affairs controlled jointly by India and Pakistan with India mainly being based in the valley and then Pakistan being based in Azad, Kashmir.
0: Bro, I don't know if that would work, though.
1: I mean, it's, it's pretty simple, like, what he's saying.
0: Right. In theory, I feel like that would work so well, but with that whole pride issue of, like, this is all mine, no, this mm-hmm. is all mine, yeah. no.
1: But which... I'll get into the major advantage of this solution is that no territory under Indian control will be transferred to Pakistan, and then no territory under Pakistani control would be transferred to India, and that the existing line of control will just, you know, become the permanent border, and India retains Jammu and Ladakh, and then Pakistan retains the northern territories. Huh. That's not bad. So that's the biggest solution, or the biggest advantage to this whole... Solution. So, yeah, that's all. I, that's all. That's what the Andoran solution. Should I just go into the next one? Yes. Okay. So, this second solution was created by this Kashmir study group. So, I'm assuming it's a group of diplomatics or diplomatic historians, maybe, that went to Kashmir and like saw what was happening. And so, they're saying that a portion of the former princely states, mainly the valley and Azad Kashmir, would be reconstituted as a sovereign entity, one without an international personality, enjoying free access to and from both India and Pakistan. They would have their own secular democratic constitution, their own citizenship, their own flag, and their own legislature, which would legislate on all matters other than defense and foreign affairs, which will be controlled by India and Pakistan. All, what? All displaced persons, including Kashmiri bandit, Pandits. I'm going to say it with that. Pandits? Yeah. I don't know how it's pronounced, actually. Pandits? <laughs> um, I don't know. Pandit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who left any portion of the Kashmir entity shall have the right to return to their homesteads. And also the borders of Kashmir with India and Pakistan will remain open for free transit of people, goods, and services in accordance with arrangements to be worked out between India, Pakistan, and the Kashmir entity.
0: See, I like both of these solutions, but also I don't like them. And the reason I'm going to say that is they're great. And I love how people are trying to propose solutions. And like in theory they're great, but this it just these are so not possible.
1: It's like communism. <laughs> great in theory, a but terrible in th- execution. execution.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I mean, we don't know we don't know like how these are going to yeah. work unless they're executed, but
0: it's just like the whole idea of we'll give you mostly autonomy, but then a couple of these things we are in charge of, well, obviously India just repealed that entire thing from India version of Kashmir. Yeah. So what, how would they ever agree to this? I mean, that's, the solutions are not possible. That's my thing. Poss- possible.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, it, it is like a good starting point. I right. Would say. That's not, that's like, fair. Yeah. Cause baby steps, you know, like I said before, an independent state isn't gonna be isn't gonna be established overnight. You right. have to take time to you know get off the training wheels and get on the bicycle. <laughs> get on A I don't bicycle. know. I don't know where
0: this where this. And then you could start
1: riding going. down the road, or riding down the mountain, the beautiful Kashmiri mountains, the
0: beautiful Kashmiri mountains. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But Gosh, yeah. I want to go there now. Yeah, it looks really good. I want to go there after things chill out a little bit. not going to lie. So that's probably not going to be until you're like... Um, I'll be like 60 years old. I'll be like, get me over there to Kashmir. I need to go. Know.
1: But yeah, like, again, great in theory. Who knows what will happen? In, in
0: practice, execution. who knows? Who knows?
1: I think there's one more solution, but it's not, it's not really, like, a solid one. It's just a little thought. This is by a professor and peace activist named Barvez Hudbuy. I'm, nice pronunciation. I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. It sounds right. Yeah, he's from Pakistan. And he said, quote, While independence for Kashmir Valley is not a practical solution, even internal autonomy along the lines of Andorran solution may not be forthcoming. Kashmiris may have to re- reconcile to the prospect of living under Indian rule with a negotiated solution. Cessation of hostilities accompanied by withdrawal of Indian troops from the valley and with free movement of Kashmiris across the border with Azad Kashmir or Pakistan, Occupied Kashmir. So that I mean, sounds
0: very likely. Like
1: yeah, I mean, like he's still he's still agreeing with the whole autonomy thing, but just saying that Kashmiris have to reconcile with the prospect of living under Indian rule. When, see, like, I'm
0: not sure if you could consider that a sol- solution, though.
1: Yeah, so like, I t- it's like I, like I was saying, it's just a thought, like a theory.
0: Right. Even this guy. Just is a saying, theory. A Kashmir theory. <laughs> Kashmir theory,
1: but yeah, like like this guy's just saying like this is just what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not super keen on like any of these. That's just because I don't think they will happen. That it would be amazing if they happened, if one of these happens and it worked, or if and, any and people solution, were happy,
1: or if any solution, yeah,
0: happens. or if like you just left them alone, like ah, Jesus, why? Did you just, just leave them alone? Like, like we keep saying, it's just so complex, even if you leave them alone. Like, India claims they're coming in and changing things in India-Kashmir for the betterment of India-Kashmir.
1: But Kashmiris don't think so.
0: Right. But what if in a couple years it's actually better? Or what if it's just worse? Like, I don't know. It's... Well, you can't really predict... You can can't really predict ta- anything. Can we just get a time machine and just, like, check it out real quick and be like... <laughs> and then we come back, we're like, oh, guys, don't do this! Guys, guys, wait! It's a
1: new episode, like, guys.
0: Guys, wait, we have the solution! We figured it out! Avoid this, this, and this!
1: And while we're at it, here's what you can do to prevent climate change. <laughs> Additionally,
0: make sure to like, comment, and subscribe! <laughs> 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 gotta put a
1: plug in there I'm yeah like, go right. on, guys
0: no time like that <laughs> <laughs> no time like that let's go <laughs> no time like the future comes back <laughs> now
1: <laughs> oh my god is that, is that we're gonna name the time machine when we get it no time like the future
0: no time like the future <laughs> no no oh no you know what we should do we should get in the time machine take our podcasting equipment <laughs> And then it could be my like no time, time like the, two <laughs> and like people in the future are like what is this terrible computer that you have? It's what like we th- have mind computers now. I can think what I can one? I can google search with my mind.
1: Well not everyone can have that gift Tommy <laughs> or whoever you are. My name is T-341426. <laughs>
0: we go in the future and they solve climate change. We're like can we take notes really quick?
1: Uh, uh, so, um, how did you fix it? No, exactly. no, ha- no <laughs> yeah, it'll happen.
0: We'll go to like s- like 100 years in the future. And do you know what's going to happen? What's no happened? one's going to be there. Oh, man. They're all going to be in space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, got to go to
0: Mars. It's like, how do we get there now? All I have is a smack.
1: <laughs> yeah, this isn't a spaceship.
0: How did we get so far off topic?
1: I don't know. We started talking about time machines
0: <laughs> that's the new podcast guys <laughs>
1: time machines
0: great right. well anyway unfortunately we cannot go into the future and we have to live in the now so which is
1: why there's
0: no there's no time, time like, like, like now, now. <laughs> why did we name this podcast (laughs) actually I didn't name it I I named it I came up with the name I was like we're doing this I don't care what you say Mm -hmm. blah blah
1: blah now you regret I regret big regrets
0: but yeah that's our take on Kashmir and thank you so much for tuning in um if
1: you've made it this far congratulations yeah
0: we stand um (laughs) but yeah please let us know what your thoughts on Kashmir is R, my bad, R, wrong subject verb agreement. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, your AP teacher will be so disappointed I in you. I know. But let, let let us know what your thoughts are. Please shoot us an email or make sure to comment on the latest post. What's we our email? We would love... Okay, our email is in the description below. I <laughs> <laughs> feel excited like right now. Uh, NTTL... Wait, no. podcast at gmail.com. Or yes. you can follow us at No Time Like Now Podcast on Instagram. We No are
1: underscore yes. time underscore like underscore now underscore
0: Podcast. Podcast. Are we gonna get a Twitter set up soon? Probably. We're probably gonna get a Twitter set up on the same mantle. So make sure to check us out on Twitter.
1: Whenever we get the setup.
0: Additionally, the greatest thing that you can do is to just make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, honestly. We (laughs) love, like I said, I really do want to hear what people have to say on this issue. I want to learn more about it. I still feel like there's so much I don't know, so please.
1: Yes, please educate us as we are educating you to the best of our ability.
0: (laughs) And once again, thank you so much for tuning in, and please, if you... Help Kashmir! Yeah, if you can, pray for the Kashmiris or tell people about it tell Spread the word yeah
1: write a letter to modi
0: if you can't go <laughs> I don't if know. you can't go without your phone and like internet for an hour like imagine like that's what happened that's what happening there but like times two billion and also people are actually getting hurt so and probably dying yes and dying so just think about that and
1: yes we well, love we'll how we're ha- ending it on a great note yes
0: um but once again, thank you so much for tuning in. It means a lot. And I will see you next time. Bye.